Welcome to MotoGP Mac. This is yet another podcast from us on. Oh no, we're filming this on Saturday. It's Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always very funny when you do that. I should have pulled a Mac, that it, mellow Mac thing. It didn't fly. It, it, yeah, it's it, it's the one time in the week that I don't have to say the the that fucking opening. But uh, anyway, how are you doing, buddy? Are we getting on? Yeah, we're good. Doing fine. I got. I got. I thought I got a um, kidney stones. Said killing me. I always thought I got a, a skin stabbed. But I'm getting out and riding almost every day, unless it rains. So that's what that's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. So I suppose from last week's podcast, I suppose one of the biggest breaking news things was Pedro Acosta is definitely going to be a MotoGP next year. Yep. So that means either Miller, Binder, Augusto Fernandez, or Colas Magro is going to get the boot. One of them have to, you know, the KTM did apply to have the the IO team run either a Husqvarna or whatever, uh, brand in it another ktm per se um but that was thrown out because they can only fit two more bikes on the grid and they want those two bikes to be a factory team rather than a satellite team which i can kind of understand but if i was yamaha i'd be very worried do you know what i mean because um during the week there last week, Grissini have done their deal or extended the deal for 2024 and five, or maybe 20, just 2024. Thought it was 24 and 25 to stay on with Ducati. Um, so that realistically only leaves VR46 at the end of 2024. And I think that could be a problem going forward if they can't sort that out and tie it down. Um, because we all know that um, Uzio has said that he doesn't want Pisecki going to Pramac. He wants VR46 to have factory equipment and factory engineers. But if they don't tie down the contract, why would they give full factory equipment to VR46, who will then next year run yeah. Yeah. Yamaha in 2025? What do you know what I mean? So uh, and, and what to Ducati? Ducati does not want eight. They've stated it many times that they do not want eight bikes on the grid. It's too much work and not enough data coming back. You don't exactly. have so many bikes and so many to get so much data back. It's not an endless pool of data coming back mm. at you. It's like, you know, after a while, it's just overkill. Uh, also, it's, it's a detriment, not a, not a, you know, not a yeah, plus. Look. Yeah, like if they were running eight same spec bikes, I would say yes, massive advantage. But they're not anymore, you know. Now saying that, the in my opinion, the GP twenty one and the GP twenty, or sorry, GP twenty two and the GP twenty three are very, very similar and close. There's not a lot in it, right? Yeah. Um, maybe it does give them an advantage with tire data. You know what I mean? The yeah. tweaks are fucking slight now within it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I would. I would think I, I would think there is a bit of an advantage you can get some sort of data out of it, yeah. but I don't think it's um, massive. Yeah. Now, is it is it is it six times more than Yamaha? Hundred percent, it is. Do you know what I mean? They have six more bikes running out there. Yeah. They have more data coming in. Um, but again, I think I think yeah, I think the twenty twenty five season where our VR forty six Yamaha our VR forty six going to be is it Yamaha or is it um, Ducati, and I think that's going to be a major sticking point in what happens with Basecki. Yeah, personally. Yeah. So, but Acosta, back to where where we started, Acosta coming in does how I suppose leave KTM to make a decision. Where is he going? They probably know already. Um, but I thought it was very interesting in what um Paula Spagro said. Now Paul is doing Goodwood this weekend. Uh, I think someone was having we. I was having words with someone in comments about this week. There was a couple of few brand boys out there. Um, you know, someone was telling me the other day that Yamaha make the best engines in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, 
everyone knows. It's not that I'm, Yamaha don't make the best engines in the world. They're just not as powerful as the others. That's it's a it's a fact. Yeah. Anyway, look, it was. Um, yeah. So look, I think it's interesting to see Polo Spagro, what is going to happen with him. I genuinely think this, especially this crash has been very traumatic for him. And I just not sure, is he going to come back as he was? Do you know what I mean? Especially Um, at minimum, it would take him, I would think three or four races to get back to on the best case scenario. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And look where, where I think, um, where I think it is, okay, Augusto Fernandez has an option where they have to trigger his option. I, I think it's somewhere around September for next for the following year. Pit Byra has come out and publicly said that, you know, he sees Augusto Fernandez as a long-term prospect, not a one-year thing. Um, But... I just I, I, where I'm caught is with is with Paul. I think Jack Miller will be fine in in his thing. Oh yeah. I think Brad Binder. I think they'll be lucky if they keep him. Do you know what I mean? I think there's yeah. going to be a couple of places queuing up to get him, and I think I actually think Aprilia will be one of them. Um, he might he may stay. He may stay at KTM since they the bike got better though. You oh, work that might. hard to get the bike the, the back that's up to snuff, right? And you finally get there. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, it's I, 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 tougher for the, for the guy to leave. Just human nature. Yeah, look, I think I think he'll be. I think he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be quite good. Do you know what I mean? And loyal, I suppose, is the word. Um, but again, you know, look, it all happens in these meetings where the team are trying to get the best value for money, and all of a sudden, if one of the other good bikes come available, which. Like we've said it a few times now about uh, Aprilia. Alicia Spagro did absolutely brilliant last year. He's having mm-hmm. a tough time this year. Maverick is not performing. Right. He's not badly performing either. Do you know what I mean? But he's not that next level right. on the bike. Now, he's that next step bike. again. Yeah. And look, it's kind of, I suppose, the alien factor. Maverick is really, really fast, but is he still an alien? I don't know. And, you know, like on his day when when the world is right, and like, look, congratulations, just go to him because his missus just had their had a baby. So, Joe, I think that's number two. Um, you know, so look, life is, is definitely good for him. You know, as they say, the more kids you have, you start to slow down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, look, I think it's I think it's quite interesting to see where where are Prilly going to do or what are they going to do because my view is Prilly need an alien soon to take the bike to the ne- that next level and to be consistently fighting up there. But we will we'll wait and see. Um, I suppose the other thing as well is back to a cast. So who who is going to move? Paul recently came out himself and said, you know, look, I have a year and a half left in my contract, but, and this is kind of where I started getting worried. He's like, I have a year and a half in my contract, but he's like, if I'm not up to it, I won't continue. So, yeah, and and, and as, as, as the manufacturer, are you going to sign somebody that just went through that much of a, an, uh, an accident, that much took that much damage? You know, because you don't he, know how... You know, you want to find a guy, and all of a sudden, it, that, that that the damage pops back up again, which it usually does with spines. I know personally, right? Mm. You know, you think it's okay, I know, and, I think, and then you got a problem what, again. What I think, though, is what I genuinely think, though, is that I think the fear now is real, and I think you know when someone starts talking about if I can't can do it or if I can't compete, then I'm gonna stop. It's fine saying that's down the pub with the lads when you're not coming back from a bad injury. Do you know what I mean? You say, today I'm, I, I'm getting consistently beaten or I'm not loving what I do, I'll stop. Very different coming from a fucking injury. Because what that puts to me is, in my mind, is that there's a bit of fear and a bit of doubt. Do you know what I mean? Can I get yeah. actually back there and do this? And, and I suppose they're normal and natural feelings, but you'd never say it publicly. Does that make sense? Yeah. You'd say it privately to your family or, or whatever, but 
Um, yeah, look, I just think it's very, um, very strange. And I also think what's very strange is Ducati have said, um, what was it? What was it? By Saxon Ring, they would have the rider announcements and everything sorted. But that's right. Yes, yes. And they still haven't. So I think actually um, Zarco has thrown a, thrown a spanner in the works by some of his good results. <laughs> I think they're kind of now thinking, well, fuck, well, why would we, why would we get rid of him? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it's quite interesting to see. Um, so yeah, I, I find it back to KTM though, or Gas Gas, I find it hard to, I find it very hard to pick between Polo Spagaro and uh, and Augusto Fernandez, if I'm honest. I, this is the first time that... I, in, 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 in my memory that I can ever see, remember them saying, we're picking, you know, somebody's going into uh, MotoGP or going on for next year, but they don't have, they're not just saying that the, uh, who was with. Yeah, yeah. It's and always... that's where I think, that's where I genuinely think it's down to um, your man's, performance i think both their performances like augusto fernandez he's fo- he's 14th right he's not last right. <laughs> right. Be, he's a rookie he's supposed to be last you know he's had a good number of crashes in practice Do you know I mean? okay he's trying right. to road and races don't get me wrong but you know i i yeah i don't know look it will be interesting to see in five races can polis completely beat him Do you know what i mean destroy him like he should be destroying him do you know what I mean? Because Paul should technically be up there with Binder and and uh, Jack. Yeah. And if he's not, then you know, maybe it's time to stick with the rookie. Yeah. Stick with the future. I I, I agree. I, I think Paul's on his on his last run. You know, on his last leg. No, no mm. pun intended. Uh, but like he's had ten years now in nearly. Yeah, nearly it's, it's not years. like he hasn't had a good long run in. in MotoGP. How many people had that a ten-year run in, in MotoGP? For God's sake! Exactly, exactly. And like it's, he was ten years on always n- not bad equipment. Okay, KTM was right. a start was a bit dodgy. To those of me, but you know, it, it, it came it came to your like the worst place he was was Honda. Right? <laughs> um, that seems so, that seems to be a theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll get onto that in a, in, in a while, but. Just thought it was funny that um, you know he's he's there nine years. His highest place in the championship, I think, is fifth, fifth, fourth, fifth, tw- and fifth. But like he's had a good few years where he's been six, seven, eight, or whatever. So look, oh, yeah, look, I thought of you by the way yesterday. Not to interrupt you, but it's a good one. This is a dirty time now, the jet, is it? Yeah, look <laughs> yeah, at this. Uh, there was a guy, folks. There was a guy that kept busting Max shoes. Telling him he's wrong, right? Uh, I don't know if you call him a brand boy or a, a fanboy. He's gone. Mark Marquez will never go onto a satellite bike, right? What does that say in one of those bullshit uh, sites? Mark Marquez says he'll go onto a satellite bike. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that guy, that fanboy, well, Max right again. <laughs> and we're, 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 we're right again. I said the same thing, but and you're wrong. Uh, as usual, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, I like having sensible and and, and real conversations with people, but you know, I've had two or three now in the past 10 days or so that have just been completely fucking out of definitely from a different planet. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, uh, I saw a couple. I told you they come out of the woodwork if you give them an inch, they'll go a mile. They actually, yeah. these brand boys will actually surf the 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 uh the sites. Looking for somebody who'll agree with him, or, or at least let him talk, you know. Yeah, but so, I'll always have the last word. Yeah, <laughs> because I'd reply and ban him. <laughs> yeah. The Honda's a great bike. You guys don't know, you know. The, the Japanese are coming back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I look. I, I mean, genuinely look. This is one of the things. Japanese are very good at building engines, and I'll give them. I'll give them that. Like I have, like I am a Formula One fan as well, mm. and I have to give credit to Honda. Mm. It took them maybe five or six years 
to build a fucking world championship engine. Right. You know what I mean? And it's fucking bulletproof. Absolutely right. bulletproof. Do you know what I mean? So it shows me they're capable of doing it. Now, I genuinely believe there's a lot of Red Bull, how would I say, influence in that engine. Does that make sense? Not at Red Bull parts, but like, I think it's just a different operation. Like when you look at Formula One, how every part is tested and and then Mm -hmm. retested and, and, and whatever. And, you know, they're turning around and saying the drivability of the engine needs to be X and Y and Z and we need to be putting this through here and this through there and that low through here and whatever. So I think when I look at it, they are very good building engines, right? And the problem with what's happened, for me, definitely what I've seen since 2014 or 20, no, it was earlier, 2013, maybe 2012, the Honda Formula One project started I think somewhere in 2016. So it would have started two or three years before that. And I think that's where they took every fucking good engineer from the HRC <laughs> and put it onto that project. And they're still there. They are still fucking there. And <laughs> Honda now have teamed up with Aston Martin. So they're going to, like, realistically, to get their engineering let's just call it back on on track it's quite dodgy now because i think what's what will happen i mark my words on this i think aston martin formula one team will start having input into hrc motorcycles aerodynamics think so they said something about that the other uh gp1 uh two days Was it was it today or was it yesterday? No, 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 no. It like they Honda and and Aston Martin have teamed up. I think for twenty twenty six on. Because they so, said they're going to use auto technology in the HRC uh, MotoGP uh, motorcycle. All right. Well, I didn't see that, but that's, kind of, that's it, a very oh yeah, it's a very broad statement. But you know, yeah. I, so I, I, I genuinely think I, so. So I would actually be quite positive for Honda in the future, especially with aerodynamics and understanding the vehicle dynamics and all of this, because they're going to be very tightly linked to an F1 team. Yeah, but for right now, folks, I, I, I can't go out and say but look, look, they make really, good, Honda makes good engines, okay? But after the CBR 1000 RRR incident, I don't want to tell anybody to go out and buy a Honda right now. You know, yeah, well, look, look, that's, up. I don't want to yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Okay. Look. That's look. That's that's one of those incidents that does happen, I suppose, out there. And look how they handle it. Probably not the best. But I'm only ever really worried about what happens on the track. They could build a fucking three wheel bike or a fucking. No, yeah, you don't care. Yeah. And I, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> the other thing I, I suppose with the. And where there's like, there was the concessions and all of this. While nothing, it came out and it's died down again. So they're definitely talking about it. And like I was, I was then thinking to myself, uh, the other night only, is it worth continuing to develop your bike towards the current regulations? Like Honda and Yamaha are in so much of a shithole, right, right now. Right. right, they're going to develop this year and next year, and then they're going to fucking be scrapping the bikes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A year out, is there enough development and these regulations to put all that money behind getting it there? But are they, they going to stop? Do you know what I mean? Are they going to stay? And like a Formula One team did this in recent times when there was a changeover to the new concept. Right, they just said, "Fuck it, we're not going to spend money this year." And still be at the back of the grid. We're going to put all our design resource for this year and next year into that car. Does that make yeah. sense? But in MotoGP, Carl Espinosa and the head of FIM said, "We are definitely not uh, taking off any um, uh, arrow." Okay, we're into the arrow. We want the bikes to be safer, so that arrow is going nowhere. Remember. So, yeah, but the right uh, so the arrow is there to stay. 
Really I don't think they're that big of a of that big of a change in, in this this regulations. That there's we're more or less we want the bikes. We don't we don't want them to go slower. We just want them to go around the uh, go around the corners better. Thing thing is, we want them to handle better. Yeah, but they're removing rear right height. Who said? No one's no no one's no one's no one said they were not driving. It, yeah, it's a, it's in it's in the, it's in the consultation or in the discussions with the MSMA. The teams. Then they must have they, maybe. The, well, hopefully, that would that would be insane though. That would be stupid if they didn't allow something to make up for it though. If you if you want to have you want to make the bike safer, you, you you might not like it, but you want to make the bike safer. It's part of the of the deal, unless they go with, which would even be better. The activist suspension. I don't think they're gonna. Uh, yeah, I think now that would be the, the way. The, the, the last I heard of the conversation was was that w one of the main talking points about the regulation change was the removal of the rear right height device. Which I don't know. Will it make a difference? Well, I suppose it'll slow people down. It'll create more high sights coming out of the corner. You know, yeah, for uh, safety, for, if, you, if you're thinking safety, you want to keep it on there. Now, yeah. to, to replace it, now if they replace it with active suspension, it's better than it's better and safer than than the, the ride height. Now, like I said, uh, uh, the FIM would just have to admit they made a mistake back then. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I, I yeah, or I, they would just I, I say, don't... Oh, we're allowing a safety. I, I would, if I were them, I if I would just say, Oh, we're allowing uh, active suspension again and just. Leave it that way. Don't bring yeah, it up. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think active suspension and, and shit like that is way too expensive to develop. It's way too expensive nowadays, especially under the no, current no, testing no, no, regulations. No, no. You know damn well that's gotten way cheaper. It's it's the it's the initial development that cost the money. That's already been yeah. knocked out. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I I just I just don't, don't think there's the capacity there to do it. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say, "Well, I want it off, but I want the bike safer." Is it's what FIM sell? I don't know what they they think the manufacturer has a magic wand or something. I know, yeah, but look, that's like if it goes through or it has to go through the uh, MSA MSMA. So let's wait and see what they. Yeah, well, they, yeah, I, I Christ, everybody has their money to it too now. Now it's mm -hmm. then it's been refined. Why take it off? Like it's been refined. Yeah. Everybody's put their money into it. Even Honda and Honda has the best rear, don't they? The, the, the best uh, launch control. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Launch control, they do have. Yeah, but I was getting worried there. I thought you were going to say best rear grip, and I was going to say the fucking thing doesn't. Yeah, so. Another story that I read, and I was a little bit perplexed when I when I read this, and I was going to make a video, but then I was like, "How do you even fucking talk about this?" Like, do you know what I mean? Um. So Stefan Brattle, we all know the the raciest test driver writer ever. Yeah. So he's done more races in the past three years than any other test writer. Um, has just turned around and said, I'm not a development writer. My job okay. is that I get new parts, I test whether they are an improvement or not, and if they're improved, they go to H -Jaw, they go to the factory team, and if it's not approved, or if I don't like it, it goes back to be reworked. Isn't that kind of the definition of a development writer? So, so, so that's where I was like, how do you <laughs> So I was kind of a bit kind of like, how the fuck do you even describe it? Like, that's what testing is, Joe. You test yeah. new parts. Are, are they better? Yes. Then you run those new parts, everything combined at towards the end of your test. And you're like, God, yes, this is much more better. This is a better base setting or whatever. Let's ship that over to the, the factory team. <laughs> but I'm not a development writer. Like, what is a development writer in his mind? Is that one of those ones that develop bikes? And they do thousands upon thousands upon thousands of laps. Well, and he is one of the main ones doing the fucking thousands of laps for for the MotoGP team. So, while he's saying he's not a test or a development writer, he's a test writer. 
but in testing and development, on like, yeah, and it's, it's semantics, really. Yeah, but it, it's 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 a real insight into the mentality, I suppose, within the team. Now, tack as comments, I thought today were were really really interesting because tack really just gave us the insight into into what's happening. Is that the and I'm going to say this for the brand boy that was telling me that I was completely wrong. It's kind of why I made that video as well. So, uh, so in 2022, we know we all know that Honda ship shifted the concept of the bike from on the nose to rear bias. Well, they had to. Yeah, well, they had to, but they did. Right, mm-hmm. this. Guy earlier on, or a couple of days ago, was telling me that I was I was incorrect. Um, now Taka Nakagami, who is a HRC rider, so that fella who's out there, guess what finger I'm really holding up that you can see. Um, said it. He's like the 2021 bike was very good. Well, it wasn't very good, but it was good. You could feel it. You could feel the Honda DNA from 18 to 21. You could feel. The characteristics of the bike kind of remained the same. Some bits changed, but it wasn't. Overall, you could tell it was a Honda. Where he's like, now, he's like, there's none of that. There's no DNA left in it. You know, there's no front feel. You you go into the corner, and as soon as you go into the corner, if you push, you're down. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I.e., look at Mark Marquez in fucking Saxon, right? Do you know what I mean? You push, you're down. And you go into the corner, you lose the front. You come out of the corner, the rear wants to fucking spin and spin and spin and spin and and that's and that's kind of the, the, the hook and the crook of it, right? They don't know if it was electronic or they don't know if it was mechanical. So here we're seeing some of the things that we looked at at Honda in the test. Remember they took off the aero, trying to find out is it mechanical, is it yeah. aero generated? You know, they and they, they don't they don't know and he gave a really good analogy into understanding why they're so last. And he's like, from 18 to 21, we built a bike with a certain characteristic. So if we, and they only made slight tweaks to it. So if we got lost, they were just going back to the piles of data that they had and they could find their way somewhat again. But with the 2022 bike, because everything was changed, they had no data source. So they were actually only compiling the data. So what the, he was saying then is that the problems that are now existing, they're not from 2023. All of a sudden, things have just gone. There's an inherent problem from 2022 that's carried its way into 2023. Yes. They just don't have the data to go back on. And that is why they're completely fucking lost. <laughs> completely. That and the other thing, which I have been really surprised with. And he said that all four riders have four different development programs. So no bike out there is running the same spec. No. Does he know that they all run the, every time every bike is developed off the tires, not the riders? And they have since 2009 for one. Okay. They're, they're slightly personalized by the engineers. It, spring yeah, and stuff they, like yeah they do the settings, yeah. you know, for each right. person. But, ride. but what right. he was saying is that every chassis is slightly different. No. Yep. No. Yep. Hundred percent. I can show you the article. Every chassis, and they can transfer data. They can't ask each other because it's all irrelevant. And that's where the problem is. You got fanboys. They'll, they'll, you know, that's why I call them delirious fanboys or delirious brand boys. They come up with stuff. It's like you know, it's never the bike. It's always you know the rider or you know the. It, you know, the weather or whatever. It, I'll, it, quote, I'll quote what he said. Yes, the four riders had different chassis and followed different development strategies. Each crew chief applied different ideas. We couldn't copy anything. We couldn't exchange data. We couldn't even share 
our ideas because all four had their own. That's the quote, brand boys. That's the quote, brand boys. It's in the press. That's what <laughs> Takamaka Gami said. Fuck off if you think anything. <laughs> that takes a lot for him for Mac to get wound up. Let me tell you. I'm a lot, I'm a lot, I'm a lot quicker on the draw when it gets me wound up on brand boys. You know. Yeah, but no, look, like that's what they're saying. So there is the root of Honda's problem. They the root of their Honda problem, and it sounds way too simple, is they've had the weakest engineering and MotoGP for the last decade. Period. Well, take take the engineering out of it. Take the engineering out of it. Right. Okay, we'll take that out. You're in you're in this shit. You need to find a direction. Right. Right. right? So you give everyone different parts every week, completely different chassis. So you're gathering no data. You're gathering individual data, but you're not you're not gathering data that you can turn around and say, Well, Mir said this big on mm-hmm. and they're all on the same thing. Max said this, Mir said this. So Taka said this, Alex said this. Right. This is about this setting. Do you know what I mean? So they're right. they're but what they're coming in and they're they're using all different things and Mark is saying this and Rins is saying that. No wonder they're not going fucking forward. No wonder because when it goes back to Japan, they're like, okay, we have four different requests for yeah, four well, different that's chassis. It, so it, how do we have no direction? If you have no direction, you're gonna find that because they don't have baseline data. That's right, exactly. Yeah. So that's the root cause of hand, in my view, is root cause of Honda's problem. Is it's not the engineering; it's the strategy to develop the bike. Well, we knew they had no baseline when they came out without without uh, uh, without aero. Well, I actually I mean, thought that, was, that was. I actually thought that was very smart. I'm surprised. It was more a smart teams, idea. It was a smart right? idea. I'm surprised more teams don't do that. Do you know what I mean? To understand the mechanical. Um. No one else was smart, by the way. Alan Green, beginning of the year, he used to come out and said, "How come Honda runs fast and slow?" And I said, "I said the, the Honda they're turning back the power, trying to get a baseline for their handling." I said, "It's smart to run that thing less with less power." I said, "You don't you don't come out with max power and then, and try to make your handling work at the same time. You get it yeah. with less horsepower and then move it up." Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I don't no, know. No, if they, no. I don't know if they've, they've gotten to that point where they can move the power up or not, or or what their power level is. I mean, they could have, you know, an extra twenty horsepower sitting in the bag for all I know. Mm. Did you did you actually see during the week that Suzuki gave Alicia Spagaro one of his old bikes from the oh, yeah. sixteen? Yeah, I love that. I actually love seeing that. When riders get one of their old bikes back, and actually, I do want to um, also say a really good thing that Maverick Finales did. Um, everyone remembers uh, Salam, who was who was killed in Catalonia a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of the good things that came out of that, and I know that sounds very bad, just saying I was saying, but Rossi and Marquez actually shook hands, and we won't say put bury the hatchet, but at least it, the hatchet became blunt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still, still taking swipes with each other. But um, but he actually bought his Maverick, found his uh, his Aprilia 125. Right. And he bought it and he gave it to um, to Salam's mom and dad. I thought it was a really nice touch. Do you know what I mean? Um, just, to, just to do it. But uh, yeah, so then, but I love seeing um, the riders getting their old bikes back and the ladies look pretty happy um, with it. Now I know it's like 2016, so the bike is completely out of date. Uh, and the Prilia wouldn't be looking into <laughs> an inline four engine anyway. So um, so that was, that was I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, the other thing, what was, there was one more thing I was going on about the other day. Um. Oh, um, Jorge Martin, um, and Gigi Antonio had surgery. Martin, I think, had surgery on his oh, leg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, and things. So, 
like I know we we're kind of bitching about the the summer break, but it's probably good that some of these riders can uh, can take a break and uh, can get yeah. themselves uh, healed, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so look, like it's pretty. The, the summer break is always pretty tough, but um, the only yeah, thing actually this year with two this year, yeah, yeah. Jack Miller, I have to uh, I, look. Some people like for some people, Jack Miller is like Marmite, like you either love him or you hate him. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like one of the things I thought was really funny is that um, do you remember the comment he came out with? And he's like, riders should just shut up and fucking ride yeah. their bikes and stop whinging and, and moaning and. And some way, how or whatever, the press started turned out that he was telling Mark shut up and whatever. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then, but like for me, I genuinely love. Like if I was to talk to a person, I don't want any political answers. I just want like, so if you think you're a fucking asshole, you'll tell that person you're an asshole in a polite way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but like again, like it kind of irks me and annoys me when I'm hearing like, like the, the comment that made me laugh so much this year was Pecco when he turned around, he said like the front end is too stable. I can't feel when I'm going to crash. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're, you're like, if, if, if you were on a fucking Honda, do you know what I mean? That's a first world problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Or, or, do, do, sorry, it's just, just too good, you know. It, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just too good. I can't, Joe, Joe. But look, and I think that's the sort of shilly, silly shit that Jack is calling out. It's like just shut yeah. up and fucking rage your bike. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and if your bike is not good enough, fucking make it better. Do you know? <laughs> and it's for me, it's endearing. But like, he always has a good comment. You will always know where you stand with the guy. Do you know what I mean? And if he wants to sign an autograph for you, he'll gladly sign it. If he doesn't, he'll say fucking no. Yeah. He usually does. They say he'll sit there, there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes of sign autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, it's, for me, I suppose, it's a breath of fresh air um, seeing Jack um, just talking because not a lot of other... Uh, not a lot of other um, writers are like that in the way, you know, what I, I genuinely like it because I would be quite like this as well is that I would look at myself before blaming the bike. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, I would say I didn't perform well. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Rather than say, oh, well, I didn't have a good feeling with the bike. <laughs> do, do yeah. I mean? and you're kind of laying it off that it was something wrong with the bike. Jordan and yeah, and just for me, I suppose it annoys me. Take the take this. Lately, there's there's uh, websites that are going crazy on the Marquez bet. I take everything with a, a grain of salt. They've been going, it's insane, and da, da, da. now I fear them. Um, you know, I, you can never even tell what's going on. Now Poog is letting them, that Marquez off the hook. I don't think Honda's letting him off the hook. Um, I think they yeah. they had a an easy out, you know what I mean? Mark has already had an easy out clause in his contract. Therefore, it's easy to say, oh, I'm going to play the nice guy and say, you know, I'll let you off if you, if you don't want to be here. Uh, yeah, look, I think, I, yeah, but look, I think, I think where all this has been driven off is that uh, HRC President Watanabe has made a personal statement on the subject of Mark Marquez. And in an interview, and this, this is a quote, uh, he stated, with regard to Mark Marquez, of course we want to keep him, but he is the one who makes the final decision. If he decides to go, we will not stop him. Right? Yeah, and that's what you do if somebody had an easy uh, out. Yeah, if you have an easy exactly. out contract, he's going to say, oh, it's up to him. You know, it's, yeah. that makes you look like a good guy. We had an exchange in Mangello. I have talked and we think what was this he said? Sorry, we had an exchange at Magello. I think we have to show him things clearly for him to stay. If Honda is not, it's not just Honda's way to tell him, please stay. So basically what he's what he is saying is that there has been a conversation. 
He is not fucking happy. Yeah. He, yeah. They can't just tell him stay for his contract. They have to show him what plans they have to make him stay. So I think there is a conversation that Marquez will be leaving. High up. Yep. And but, he will take his uh, satellite. Uh, he will take a satellite team. He will take any bike that is capable of winning. Yes. Right? That is my prediction in it. He will take any bike. Now, it will be interesting to see if KTM, right? And Ducati hasn't gone away either because quite recently, uh, your man Domenicali from Thing has said, We'll never close the door on a Mark Marquez option. What I tell you, yes. I mean, they'll never close the door. Just not. I don't think Mark will be in the factory team. You know, but I think, and I think he'd be on a hell of a lot less money. But anyway, that's that, that, that's another. Yeah, that's another thing, right? But what I do uh, find interesting is that no one really can turn it down and. Then kind of got me thinking, Joe, and like we said at the start of the program, Joe, where the IO Husqvarna thing has been booted out. It will show the power because someone said recently in the comments of um, Joe for the Spanish writers, Dorna is very shows a lot of favoritism and this, that, and the other. And okay, look, Dorna is a Spanish company, of course, mm. there, there is a bit of bias there. <laughs> but they have already said no, right? And if KTM can get their claws into Mark, right, they'd have to run six bikes. Yes. So can they get an exemption to run three? Oh, guess- like we all rem- we all remember Davi and and Repsol Honda, right? Right. Remember that time? Yes. And yes. They- Ducati's nuts not to try to grab a hold of him because he gets onto that. He gets onto that KTM. There's a, he got he, he's gonna have a title. He's that good. You're not. He isn't washed up. He's on a. He's on a. He's if he's on a KTM, he wins the title. If he's on the probably he wins the title. You know. I'm gonna say something here. I would say that Marquez is not at the level that he was in 2017, but he's not very far off it. Do you know what I mean? I think he has, I don't know, the fear, the small bit of the fear has crept in. Or maybe we call it maturity. I don't know what way what, what way to do it. Do you know what I mean? I think maybe a gun shy is a, or, or, you know, from, from the bike. But what I think in his case, he guys are riding that bike, is, is riding. He's never had a good bike. Think about it. He's never had. A, the, a good bike in comparison to the competitors his whole career I, I don't know I think I think his first two years at Honda I think that bike was pretty started that um, was flying yeah, not according that, to the, not according to the second the second riders the, no, the he, second riders even said that when he went back he said it was never that good as a matter of fact in in um uh, the 2015 bike, they were still going back to the 2013 um, swing arm. Yeah, yeah, but so, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's not a, that that they were screwed up from. Yeah, but it was two, it, it was 2019 where the second riders really dropped off in Honda. Do you know what I mean? So I won't say it was the best bike, but it was be, for, by far better now. But I think, I think he had less obstacles to ride around on those bikes. Oh, it got yeah, it got worse every year. year. Every year so, it got worse. They were better than comparative to the, the, the competition. Yeah, then. and listen, yeah. listen, look, I I won't say I'm not a Marquez fan because I'm a fan of every single motorbike rider out there. Anyone that has the balls to actually go and do it, I am a fan of. Do I take to people? Marquez, I have trouble with, and I think that's more of more of because he's prickly off the track, and you never get a straight answer from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of his of his skills, writing, his skill, and and look, I I will say he is definitely one of the the most talented I've ever seen. Oh, without um, a doubt, and I go back to Roberts. Roberts and yeah, Spencer. Look, Spencer is the one that, that nobody realizes. 
how good he was. Spencer was as fast as Marquez. I just, I, I just, yeah. But look again, there's, there's, there's riders you take to, there's riders you don't, and like again, another one that that I would admire his skills, but I just can't take him would be Bautista. You know, there's just something. <laughs> yeah, you and Bautista are like oil and water. Yeah, <laughs> there's just something that you're just like, eh. So like, yeah, it was a good race. <laughs> So even though he did brilliant, like, but I suppose, like, for for me, Mark is like he is super talented on the track. What way is he as a person? Look, I only know what I can make up my mind up from what what I see, and not all the always do what I see or hear from him is is is, is what I like. Two things. Uh, I, one thing I like to see, by the way, is with Marquez, <laughs> is people are not. Allowing him, the 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 court of public opinion is going against him with his towing. People are going, okay, I've had enough towing, towing bit. I noticed that a yeah. lot of people are going, that's it, enough of this after that last one. Yeah, look, the the subject of towing for me is a bit meh. Like, you should never be riding within, like in in qualifying or Joe's being our practice or whatever. You should never really be within three or four bike lengths of someone. Yes, you you just shouldn't because you're right. You're not in a racing situation. You're not. You're you're in practice. Joe's mean qualifying, maybe like two bike lengths or what, you know. But like you cannot react fast enough if there's a problem in front of you. No, or you miss your brake zone. You're going to take that rider out. And yep. For me, I would class that as irresponsible. Yeah, that's the, the, right. So irresponsible riding. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind someone five or six bike lengths ahead getting a draft. I don't, I don't know, or a slipstream. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Do you know what I mean? That's smart riding. Do you know what I mean? In my view, you're like, I'd love to see Yamaha be fucking slipstreaming, <laughs> <laughs> bring up the fucking speed on the straight, right? <clears throat> um, so that they could run more, more aero or whatever it is that they need. So. For me, when when I'm looking at it, if someone is doing it in a smart and tactical way, I'm like fair play to you. But when you're riding up the rear hole of someone, do you know what I mean? And I go back to what was it, Magello? Like he nearly took Vinales out. Yeah, by- he's trying to get that. What is it? What do they say? It's up to a third of a second he can get from a single lap. He's trying to get that one lap wonder out of there. The bike's not made for. Yeah, and Nakagami said it. He's like, you can you can grit your teeth. Bite the screen and do one fucking fast lap in the Honda, but you can't do ten. You can't yeah. do twenty. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and, and it's unfair because what happens is everybody does it. Yeah, right. You'd have yeah. God the pandemonium, and there would be bikes strewn all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. but it will be interesting to see if Dorna are show, do show their bias. <laughs> And even though that they said they won't allow, like I, I personally myself think the chances are very, very low of a manufacturer coming in in the next three to five years. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So for me, I'm like, the economy's not doing that well, folks. Yeah. Let me tell you. And when I look at it, I would say when I look at it, then. Okay, Io will come in and run six KTM. That'll be six KTMs being run. I think Dorn, what Dorner are actually holding out, they're either going to bring up a satellite team to run Yamaha, or um, the VR forty six are going to take it over. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So look, I I, I would be surprised if it happened. Um, because realistically, if they put six KTM's on the grid, eight Ducatis on the grid, two Yamahas, four Hondas, mm. four Aprilias, you know, look realistically, I, I think I could, I could see an exit for Yamaha. Then, Do you know, what's being gone? Like, fuck it, we can't even get someone to ride or to <laughs> to run a satellite team for us. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, um, so look, I, like I genuinely don't know, I, like, or I heart like. I know, I know with David that time with the contract they were obliged, and I think that's why Dora Dorna gave them a special dispensation to run three bikes. But I don't think they could do that all the time. Um, 
So, um, but that big drop that had that uh, Suzuki, when Suzuki pulled out of, of MotoGP, yeah. it it the customers pulled out. People wanted it. They, they they were scared shitless when they pulled out the, the MotoGP. It yeah. lost the, the the company. People lost confidence in the company pulling out of MotoGP. So that would help as far as Yamaha going. Do we want to do this? Do we want to take that big bite in the ass that the Suzuki did? Yeah, well, look, it's like just for me, where where I'm looking at it more so is like, like the most important thing to Yamaha right now is data, 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 yeah. data, 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 right? And if they can't get data, they could they could struggle through this year and struggle through next year. Personally, myself, with the rule change for twenty twenty, is it twenty five or twenty six? I think uh, it's twenty six. Yeah, there are different ones. I think it was. I thought it was twenty five. With a rule change or a pending rule change coming up, yeah. right? Even if it's a three year development cycle, like they're starting now, just say for twenty six, or if it's mm -hmm. for twenty five, they were starting last year. And like when I look at it, like let's just say it's twenty five. Like realistically, my view of this is that they've probably lost Fabio already. Do you know what I mean? Fabio's negotiations are going to go somewhere else. Like Fabio's not even if they come out with a brand new concept, Fabio's going to say, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." When the bike is good, I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, sorry, sorry same, I wanted to see Fabio up there. You know, he's my favorite yeah. rider. Uh, he has class. You got to give him that. So where speed. I'm looking at this is that is like. Our Yamaha and even Honda are going to pump money in. If how do they lose, lose Marquez? Are they just going to shift their focus to, to the new regulation change and say, right, the gap in the current regulation change is way too much? Or sorry, in the current regulations, let's focus on the new ones. Do you know what I mean? How do we build our bike to that and start already testing even in, in that field? Does that make sense? Yeah, but I but I, I don't there's, there's a, this this new regulation changes. It's not like it's gonna can be that huge. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be quite big. It, quite it's big. the only thing I've said. They said, well, the arrows. Like I said, they said the arrows staying because they want to have it for for safety. You can understand that, right? Um, yeah. Which contradicts the uh, ride height. You know, taking away ride height. But then again, it's good news. It could be the active suspension, which would make it better, which would give you better handling. Uh, I think they're t the reason they're talking about taking away ride height is that there's no road bike re relevance. I think, but they don't. That's that. That's nothing. I mean, there's so much stuff with no doesn't have road bike relevance. Who cares? I mean, my God, if you start taking that away, if you take things without road re relevance, you don't have any bike left. This, yes. is, this is better GP. Okay. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the, the the active suspension Mac would be a good thing. I don't know. I, I just don't see them. Oh the god, yes, you're that old guy. You want spokes back on the wheels, right? Yeah, we have active they're, they're suspension on your road bikes. I hate to break it to you. You know the R1 when you go outside in the garage, it has active suspension on it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Active suspension, <laughs> the electronic expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah you all, you young whippersnappers. With that. That's it. I still go to the corner faster. Yeah. God. Know. I'm the old guy here. Remember that. You know what I mean? You, I you, uh, yeah, you've, yeah. You've, all, you've all the digital ages or uh, digital devices to keep you fast. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, I, I just don't need to use the clutch when I shift. You know? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. They don't need a little black box to go. Okay, you can switch. Okay, no, you can't. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, but you that. can't do that anymore. It's past those days. They're just too fast and too powerful, buddy. That's all right. I agree with you, but it's just, they're too fast. You just, you know, unless they start putting monkeys on the bikes, you know what I mean? The the only has so the, the reflexes are only so fast. Yeah. Look, look for me. Look, look. I don't. I don't like electronics, being honest. Never, never. Like, the, the, the day I fell out of love with electronics was the day I rode the Mark II Aprilia RS 250. 
because I had the Mark one and like no electronics. And I can yeah. go from sixth gear to first gear and I go, okay. Oh, <laughs> right. And then in the in the Mark II one, I try to go sixth gear to first gear and I go, oh no, 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 no. No, 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 motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would tell you, no way, not doing it, not safe to do so. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, look, I think I don't know, I just think uh, I think, yeah, what, kind of where I'm going with it, though, is that if there's only two years left in the current regulations, and I, I think they'll start shifting their focus very quickly. If Honda lose Mark this year, they'll definitely shift. They'll definitely shift the focus, in my view. Well, he said, Yamaha has better engineering, and they always have than, than, than Honda. Even when you go back to the production bikes, Right, think about it. Yeah, has yeah, yeah. Everything first. They came out with the Delta box frame. They came out with it. Both uh, the single shock rear suspension. They tried. I mean, they had leading length front suspension. Yamaha at least had the balls to come out and do stuff. You know, Yamaha. Yes, Honda had the oval piston V8. Okay, I mean, they would do one splash thing, and then with the rest of them more. Yeah, but. Yeah, look, we we all know that both Honda and Yamaha are brought up with, I'm going to call them safe environments, where everything is durability tested, you know what I mean? And thinking outside the box does not come into the equation when they're designing something, right? Do you know what I mean? And look, we we know it. We we we've discussed it many times. They build the bike. They mechanically build the bike first. Then they add on the end or the the arrow. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then so look, their their design and concept ways of of coming up with solutions is very different. And yes, they're being massively exposed by the Europeans. And this is both manufacturers, not just not just Honda, but um, and you know, I think. It's very interesting listening to Taka and what Taka said about, you know, from 2018 to 2021, the characteristics of the bike or the DNA of the bike was the same, right? And this is the worry that I have for Yamaha. And this is why I don't think Fabio would sign a contract to stay with them 2025 if they do change the fundamental layout of the engine. Because realistically, they're going to start from scratch with no track data. So trying to put that together, Marmoni is a fucking genius, right? I will will give him that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's still going to take them two years to dial that bike in minimum. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I can see, I can't see them throwing massive amount of money to close the gap now if they're going to change down the road. And I'd love actually, I did reach out to a, uh, the ex-Suzuki engineer, Tom O'Kane. And yeah. he he did agree that we'll, we'll catch up and we'll have a chat with him. Um, but he wants to prove himself within Yamaha first. Um, but look, I will I will try and um, reach out again maybe towards the end of the season and see. Um, but look, it's a very touchy situation and I don't like to ask a current engineer in a current place. Yeah. That, you yeah. know what I mean? But maybe I might have just an offline thing and just, just have a chat and see how life is. Um. Yeah, but other than that, look, I suppose summer is is coming up. There's a couple of people have requested to come on. Um, oh, right. In the comments, but I haven't got an email from a few of them. So if you do want to come on, have a chat. If you want to, if you want to try and give Jake shit, please come on. No, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> great, on, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can have a button. He can have a boxing match. I'll just sit back and yeah. uh, fill out yeah. and, and, and drink tea. Um, but yeah, yeah bring on the bring on the brand boys. The brand boys, yeah. Uh, no, look, I think it's it's been a quite. I know it's kind of difficult during the the summer summer breaks to come up with news and content, but I think a few things have happened all right this week. Costa at Predator Costa is probably the biggest one for me, where I'm looking at. Uh, it's going to cause waves. And I think Takanakagami, if you can try and find the article, do. It's a very interesting read in what he said. Um, but I think that's that's about it for me this week. Unless you have anything you want to go through. Yeah. 
By the way, I was thinking about it. For this will shock the uh, Honda brand boys or the Jimmy and Japanese brand boys. Um, Japanese. Yeah, I was gonna buy. I was excited at one point to buy the uh, Honda RCV 213V production racer. Remember that it was coming out. Yeah. Why didn't you buy it? Why didn't I buy it? Well, <laughs> it it was supposed to be. I thought, hold on a second. There's engineering has sucked for years. It's been dragging their feet. That they've been dead last for so long. This is going to be their bike that they're going to show the world, right? They're going to really make a good showing on this bike. It's going to be a production racer bike. It's going to be, come out and it's supposed to be. Sure. And what happens? First, it was fifty-five thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. At um, and it had eighty horsepower or no, one hundred twenty horsepower, which is nothing in today's thing, right? And then. That that version turned into eighty thousand dollars, and then to get to one hundred eighty horsepower, you had a forty forty more thousand dollars, which turned into a hundred twenty thousand dollar bike, and then the bike sucked, and, and it was like, okay, you're still yeah, I no, couldn't believe still, that, huh? but still, yeah, but still, like like I know Michael Rutter has one. Um, and there, yeah, there's a performance kit that you can put on it that brings up the power. But like, yeah, 180 horsepower. That's it. No, it's not 180 horsepower. No way. Not a fucking whatever one read. It's 180 horsepower to crank. That's what it's. That's what the. You look it up right now. Take a check. Check it out. 180 horsepower. What is it? RCV. 213V5. Whatever the hell it is. Production S, isn't it? Uh, Honda RCV 213, the super because Rutter has one and he races it in the super bikes in the Isle of Man. And I don't think he's going to go in there with a 50 horsepower deficit. Yeah, around trust me, it did. I, I, if I was going to buy it, I'd be because. Because I know they're 160,000 sterling. So that's yeah. like 180, 200,000. Yeah, so right on the money. We're on the right bike, but it's 180 horsepower with, with, with the performance package. Yeah. One second. Now, what he does with it, that's another story. He might well, have no, more. He, he only puts on the, on the, on the, on this, the, um, he only puts on the, um, the kit, because yeah. um, I don't think he can do too much to it. Uh, max power two hundred and fifteen brake horsepower, thirteen thousand RPM with the kit, one hundred and fifty nine as standard. Yeah, well, that's 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 another hit because it, it's not what what you and I would buy came off was one hundred eighty horsepower, one hundred fifty nine brake horsepower off the shelf. Yeah, well, it was one hundred twenty off the shelf, and then at forty more. Yeah, and now it's when they you put on the kit. Maybe they put another kit on it for uh, what, no, what 20, year is it? 20, 2015, this, the spec sheet for 2015. Yeah, yeah, it was, trust me, it was 180. I, I went over that thing 100 times. It was 120, right, yeah. 140 more horsepower. That's definitely one of the bikes that you, you buy in your, yeah, you can't ride it really. Like, well, you could, but you know. And they said the handling was bad even. I was like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, but it's a race bike. You know, it's not. A no, I mean, road, but there's the difference. I know a, a race bike. Like handling is not like something you go third, you know, you putter around town. They, I mean, they're saying that they're, you know, you take it to a track day and it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as the, the bike you buy off the shelf, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I would expect that though. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, be the whole thing was a lead balloon. I was shocked at that. Oh, listen, yeah. but they've never had any problem like, selling them out. <laughs> yeah, of course. You, you see somebody you buy one. It's insane. They put in another paint job. Why he put a paint job, a Bautista paint job on there, um, and a a Peco paint job? It was an extra sixty thousand dollars or some ridiculous thing. How much were they? I remember, you remember we brought that up, and they sold out in, in twenty eight minutes or some ridiculous. Yeah. Thing. Yep. So. It's a it, it it's funny, but look, they're they're one off specials. But okay, the two two one three V S is not was not a one off. There was, but you can't get one now anymore. You know, so should have bought one. 
Yeah. So. I'll give a shout out to Motoplex and uh, my uh, Montgomeryville Cycle Center. Thanks for getting good deals as usual. Uh, That's it. How, how, how is my MV looking? It is looking spiffy. And it's running like a rape date. Mm. Yeah, I already took it up to the two guys. There's two guys, and they, they, they keep adding stuff on. They keep trying to beat me on the on the, uh, on the F4RR, and that's um, a guy with a, a new Jexer and a guy with a new ZX10. They just keep blowing them away. They just keep but, crying. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. And I'd be, I'd be crying too, but sure, listen. Yeah. That's the job. Anyway, right, we'll wrap it up there for this week. And uh, sure, look, we'll be back again next week with more fun and frolics. And uh, brand boys, beware. Beware. <laughs> Take it easy, folks.